Welcome to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina. This episode is sponsored by my very own DIY PR course, Make Your Brand Magnetic. It walks you through everything you need to know and do to get your brand featured in the media and therefore to get your brand in front of that wider audience in a way that will draw them in and make them want to seek you out to see what you have to offer. If you feel like you're sick of chasing down clients or customers and want for them to instead read about or hear about you and choose to come to you when they're ready to take part in what you have to offer, this course is for you. I created this for all the people who come to me for PR advice, but don't feel like they have the money to hire a firm like mine yet. If you've heard any episodes of this podcast, you've heard me talking about how any of you business owners can do your own PR. It's just a matter of having a guide and knowing exactly what to do when. So if you're not quite to the outsourcing stage, but no PR is something you need in order to grow your business, check this out today. Listeners of the podcast can get 20% off with code FME. So it's a no brainer investment in your biz. You'll find the course on my website, polinapr.com, P-O-L-L-I-N-A-P-R.com. Now on to the show. I wanted to just come on and do a somewhat quick episode about one thing that I think we can all do right now, because I know it can be kind of weird and some people are feeling extremely busy and some people are feeling like it's a bit of a downtime in business. And I think we're all kind of getting to the point where it's like, okay, what can I do? Right? Like I want to do something. I want to feel like I'm moving my business forward and still kind of making progress in some way, even if maybe, you know, clients are on hold or, you know, you can't be holding the events that you would normally be doing or whatever it is. I feel like we're all kind of feeling stopped up in some ways, but maybe getting a little frustrated with that. And at least, I mean, that's how I'm feeling. (laughs) you know, I want to continue building the business. I want to like move forward with all the fun things that I, you know, the goals and plans that I had for this year in terms of like building the business and doing more things. Um, But a lot of things feel like we have to kind of almost put them on pause because other businesses aren't ready to hire us or, you know, literally we have to be closed because the state has mandated it if it's a brick and mortar, but there are things that we can do. Right. And I think some of us are almost kind of getting ready to get to that point. We're like, okay, what can we do to feel like we're doing something? And one thing that I thought might be worth talking about, because I think it's something that most people can do is either looking at or putting together for the first time, your media kit. You might already have this, and if you do, that's fine too, but it still needs to probably be like checked at least every year. It needs to be updated. And if you haven't ever done it, it's a great time to do it because you know you can do it from your computer. It's kind of like one of those behind-the-scenes things that's really useful to have. Um, you can do it by yourself. Unless you really don't want to, you can hire someone to do it. But you know, it's more about taking the time to gather and create the different information that needs to be included than anything else. And that's something that we all can do right now. So your media kit is really just it's just a great excuse to gather together all that information about your business in a beautifully packaged way that you can then use to put out into the world in whatever way you need to. So even if you never want to reach out to the media, I think it's a great material to have for your business. You can always use it for your own reference when you want to check on different facts about your business that maybe you wouldn't know off the top of your head or certain ways that you want to word things, you know, maybe you have your mission statement or something that you wouldn't necessarily 
I don't know, have off the top of your head, but you can refer to that. Or if you want to share it with new hires, when you hire someone, you know, it can be a great piece of information to share with them and just be like, you know, take a look at this. This is kind of all of our business background information that we would want, you know, forward facing for people to know you should get familiar with it. Or if you're going to do a collaboration with another brand or even potential investors, I mean, you might have other types of material that you'd share with those people too, but this is actually something that you really could share in all of those situations, especially if you don't have anything, anything else like a specific investor package or something like that, if you're just getting started. So anyway, any time that you want people to be able to get the feel for your business and be able to absorb the main details and background of it in a quick and easy way, and just know that anybody who you're sharing this with is seeing the exact same information in the same exact way, right? So you're not just like emailing over different pieces, you know, something, anytime somebody asks you like, oh, what is, you know, different facts on your business? You don't have to like kind of put that together every time you don't say, oh yeah, I have this many employees. Like we started this year. This is our contact information. It's just, you'd have it all here in one place and be able to shoot that same information out to anybody at any time. It's also obviously a great tool for media outreach, which is what it's mainly meant for because it allows you to just share way more information than you could in just the pitch alone. So it's a great way to get more out there. So before I go more into it, I just want to preface it also, preface this by saying that you might have heard of a media kit in another context too. In this day of influencers and Instagrammers, um, people often hear of a media kit in terms of what bloggers and Instagrammers send out to potential collaborators that shares their stats and how many, you know, how many people follow them, how much they charge for posts and things like that. And that is considered a media kit too. They do call that a media kit, but that's not what we're talking about here. It's similar in some of the things it includes, but a media kit that's actually going out from your business to actual media is going to be a lot more inclusive. And it's not about your number of social followers or anything like that. It's kind of the opposite, I guess, because the influencers are considering themselves media. So they're, I think they call it that because they're talking about their own media and what they can bring to the table, but they're sending it to people that they want to basically pay them. Like they're sending it to brands. So it's a little bit, it's the opposite. We're talking about the media kit that an actual brand would send to media in order to share information. So just don't get confused by that because I see people sometimes running into that confusion and getting, it's like, like they'll look for a media kit template online or something. And that's usually what will come up is like an influencer media template. And that's just not, that's not what we want here. That's not really what you're looking for. If you're talking about your brand media kit. Um, So yeah, it's going to have a lot more information, but What we want your business media kit to be is basically a package of all the background information that a writer might be interested in when it comes to writing an article about you or your business. Yes, you're going to pitch a specific story or angle, but you're not going to include all the little details that you sometimes see in an article, like when the business started or how many employees you have or whatever like that. Like, you know, you see details like that in a story, but they're not necessarily going to be in, you know, your first pitch email to this person. And depending on whether or not they really want to set up a whole interview with you, you know, obviously if you do a whole interview, they're going to get a lot more information about you. Sometimes an interview will just be like written emailed questions and you're going to have really specific things that they're asking you. And like some more of those like details that really flesh out a story don't necessarily 
end up in that correspondence. Or sometimes people really do put a story together based just on a pitch, especially if you have a press release and like some kind of, you know, timely news. So in those instances, they may not get more of these like extra details, but these are details that really do help out round out a story in order to make it more interesting and readable. And basically if if they don't have to come back to you for more details, you know, sometimes they won't even bother and it's just like your story won't have some of those details. Sometimes they might want those details and, you know, that would require more back and forth and, and sometimes they'll do it and it's just more work on your end. And sometimes honestly, they just won't, you know, if, if you can make it as easy as possible for them to write the piece about you or your business, then they're going to be more likely to do it. Um, if it looks like they don't have that much information from you and it's going to require a lot more effort, then they might go with a different story. So the idea is to make the writing of the article that much easier for them. You want to make sure that if they are going to do a story about you, you know, they're going to include as much detail as possible because that helps make it more personable and interesting. And it makes the people who are reading the article fall in love with you that much more. But the main idea is actually to grab the attention of the writer more and have them be like, oh yeah, this would be like a great, this would be an easy article to put together. Like, so they don't have to go back in touch with you for additional questions, can find everything they need in one place. And it's just super simple. So think of your media kit as you doing all the research for them. It helps fill in all the details of whatever story they choose to write about your business. And the easier you make it for a writer, the more likely it is they'll write about you. Writers don't have a lot of time. These days, they're expected to write a lot of stories in a small amount of time. They don't have as much time for the research and or the writing as they used to. So making things as easy as possible really is a huge asset on your part if you're pitching a story that's you know, not like breaking news. And especially if you're pitching a story that really could be, you know, it could be about anybody, but you really want it to be about you. Like if you're pitching a story about your, whatever, your advice as a business owner or whatever, like they could get a story like that from anybody, right? But you want to obviously be the person. You want to be the focus, the spotlight of this, of a specific pitch, of a specific piece. And so give them a reason to pick you over somebody else who might be pitching themselves for basically the same, like a same article in in that series. So the media kit itself will include slightly different information depending on the business it represents because different things will make sense for different businesses. But the main components usually include a fact sheet, which simply lists all the basic facts about the company, um, as many as you can, as whatever makes sense for your company. And then a backgrounder, which explains the history and mission of the business in like, you know, one page or less. Short bios of the owner and or key players in the company, especially like, like anybody who you might be pitching to be included in media, in a story or a piece, should have a bio. Information about the main offerings the business provides, um, for example, like a price list for the main products or menus for a restaurant or a description of services for a service-based business, any of that like information on what exactly you do. Depending on the business, sometimes an FAQ sheet, like if there's like something that would be too long really to fit on like a quick fact sheet, but more like an FAQ frequently asked questions, like especially if there's something that maybe is kind of confusing or like often does get a little mixed up when people or like 
just takes, you know, a little more explaining when you're talking to a prospective customer or client that needs a little more differentiation. That's a place to include it as a frequently asked question and then be able to go into like a short answer about it. Like if there's a couple of things, like a couple of main things about how the business works that often comes up when you're talking to people or something that maybe doesn't necessarily feel like a question to you, but you know, is a good differentiator between you and other businesses, figure out a way to make that be like a question um, so that you can kind of specify the difference, if that makes sense. Like it's a way to kind of almost like point out different details that you want to be able to get out there that wouldn't necessarily fit in like the main fact sheet or something like that. And then of course, the other important component is the visuals definitely need to include a high quality logo and high quality headshots of the owner and whoever that you have included a bio for, as well as key products. If you have products, if you have a brick and mortar space, potentially the interior and the exterior of the location, because people Sometimes that will be like, you know, if it's a story where where the headshot doesn't make sense or, you know, you don't have a product, like any kind of visual that kind of illustrates the business at all, they'll sometimes use. So even if that is just like, here's the front of your store, like that is something that they'll use. And then if you have, sometimes people will include a recent press release about like some kind of major updates that have recently happened, even if that's not what you're necessarily pitching for the story if you still want them to kind of know about it because it can help with providing more background on the business or it's just something that you think is interesting and important for them to see, you can include that too. And then obviously like it goes without saying that you're going to be pitching this out with like a pitch email and stuff. So obviously there's like a pitch involved. I don't necessarily consider that part of the media kit because that that's going to be pretty different to anybody you send it to. But that's obviously like just something to keep in mind. Like there is going to be something that is a more personal note that kind of like ties this all together. And so don't think that, you know, the person who's looking at this has no idea who you are, what you're, why you're sending it to them. So yeah, once you have that all together and probably, I mean, assuming you have some photos, you can pull all of this together all at once. You know, the backgrounder, you might already have some of that information. You might have your mission statement written out. You might have a bio written about yourself. So pull it all together. See if you could make it match. You know, if you don't necessarily have it all together in one place, you know, maybe you have a backgrounder about your business or you have like maybe an about us page on your website. You can use that information from, and then, you know, you have a bio just saved on your desktop, like just make it cohesive. So it's all in the same font, looks the same. I often use Canva for this and just put it all together into a PDF there so that it obviously all matches fonts and colors and and has your branding on it without being like so branded that it's confusing or, you know, going to take away in any way, but you want to have the personality of your brand. And once and make sure that you, you know, put a cover page with it that has your, the name of your business, maybe the logo right on there and all your contact information, including like your social media handles and your web address. So that at first glance, the reader will be able to see exactly what this whole thing is all about. And they're not going to have to like dig through to actually find your name if they are looking at this and like, just make sure you have that right at the top because <laughs> they might forget what your name is, or they might somehow, you know, have it separated from your pitch email and just make sure you have contact information. I can't stress that enough. 
right on the first page so that they can get easily back in touch with you if they want to. And again, so they can remember your name as like the business owner, or if you're the PR person or whoever the contact should be. And yeah, so I do recommend saving it all as one PDF document for you to keep in your files and be able to share internally or quickly email to somebody if you need to, Um, but also save each piece as a separate document within one main overall folder on either like on Dropbox or Google Drive or something so that it's easily shareable online via a personal link. Sometimes people even do have this right on their website. And if that makes sense for you, you can do that too. You can have like a media page on your website and have access to downloadable files of all of these items right there if you want to. But yeah, have it somewhere that you can easily share a link because sometimes you can't attach a, 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 you know, it might be a large document that doesn't make sense to always attach to everything. Some writers don't get attachments in their email. And also you might find, especially something that happens often is that you'll want to be able to share just the photos. Like if you're participating in an event or something like that, like people will ask for photos or a headshot even, and you'll just want to be able to share just that without necessarily like sending the whole thing. And I should mention, if you make it a PDF, make sure either way, you still need to have the photos shared on a shareable folder online somewhere. Because if you do send it as a PDF, you need to make sure those the images are clickable links that actually take someone to the full-sized image because they're not going to be like obviously able to take an image out of the PDF document to use. So if you do make it a PDF, make sure you make those as clickable clickable images in a PDF that then take somebody to a shared folder where they can access like the larger full-size high-res image versions of those images. So make sure you have the photos separately somewhere that's easy to share. Um, so yeah, that, I feel like I went, said that all so fast. Um, but hopefully that's helpful in terms of, I think, I think the main thing to keep in mind is pick and choose what you need. You might not need every single piece of that. You might only want certain items or you might want more items. I mean, I've done media kits for people before who were like, I really want to have a copy of like, basically, um, almost like a resume, like description of everything, like all the different types of projects I've worked on. And so we've added that, like there are different things that might make sense for your business. And there are things that might make no sense for your business. And you want to not include those. These are pretty much the basics of what you want to have. But yeah, and it, and as I said, it might be all information you already have somewhere and you just have to pull it together. It might not be, and you have to draft it. But either way, now's a great time to compile it all together. Polish up the different pieces if they don't currently match each other, make sure that everything looks nice, matches your branding, conveys the personality of your business and just save it all in one place. So you'll have it ready to go whenever you do want to pitch the media for an article or for whatever else. And keep in mind to take a look at it every once in a while, update it as needed. Um, If you do already have one, then just consider this a reminder to go through and polish it up. You know, I often put right on the cover page, like 2019 media kit or 2020 media kit, because you want to make sure that people know it is up to date. But obviously, if you did one in 2019, you might want to go through and update it and at least change that cover page, (laughs) make sure it looks updated for and you know, make sure people know it's relevant for right now. So yeah, go through update that. Let me know if you have any questions when you're putting yours together. I think I have information on my website. Like a little, I have a checklist of like all the different components. So try to make sure that they're included here 
to in the show notes um, and or at least a link that will take you to my website where there's a checklist so you can make sure that you're remembering everything that needs to be included without having to go back and rewind through this episode to listen about all the different items. And yeah, if you have any questions, let me know. And if you're curious about like how to pitch yourself right now or like what is appropriate to pitch right now once you've got the media kit put together and you're like, okay, this is great, but like what can I do with it? Then let me know too. Because there are still ways to pitch yourself even now if you're listening to this live and it feels like the world is kind of shut down. There are still ways to get it out there and there are ways that it's appropriate to pitch. There are still people writing articles about everything. So don't be shy to reach out to me, email me, find me on Instagram, message me, whatever, and or send a message through the podcast page on the website where you'll see this. So yeah, let me know what you think. Um, And I'm always happy to see other people's media kits too. So if you want to even just share it once you've done it, leave a link to wherever you've, wherever you've hosted it right in the um, comments on the Instagram post for this page and we'll, we'll go check it out. So yeah, hopefully that'll help make you feel you can take action on something today or this week to help bring your business forward. And I wish you all the best of luck right now. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast so you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes with your favorite takeaway from this episode. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and other links are always in the show notes and we're always happy to hear from you with thoughts, ideas, or even suggestions of someone you'd love to hear me talk to on the show. You can also submit guests online at felinapr.com slash podcast. Lastly, please drop a comment on the post for this episode on the podcast Instagram at Female Millennial Entrepreneurs to let me know you listened. Tune in next time.